Good morning, everybody. Hey, now. What's happening, oh, Hoops? Folks, welcome to Enough, the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and television. Those couple guys are the Turkey Boys, Ryan Agner and myself, Scott Sweeney. How do you do? Greetings to the Turkey team, all the Turkey Boys and girls out there. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Myself. You might recognize uh, our opening music from uh, the unforgettable Ocean's 12. <laughs> scene where the bad guy is uh, <laughs> zipping through a laser grid. It's very fun. And uh, episode 31 here, big guy. I'd like to dedicate big this deal. to... Big deal. Special, uh, uh, special day number 31. I'd like to dedicate this to Rob Zombie's worst movie, 31. Remember I had the... I'm sure we've addressed this. I think I even remember bringing this up on air once before, but I bought those tickets to the, the advanced screening, and then we mm. didn't want to go. Yeah. And then I <laughs> believe I... We came tri- to our senses, like, do we really want to go see I the re- new Rob Zombie, like, <laughs> sadistic clown gore movie? I returned them, got my money back, and then watched it later on the Shutter Network. Huh. And it's shudder-worthy, yeah. actually. I was going to say, I shudder to think of that actually happening. But it's fun. You want to get right into the news for the fans? I do indeed. Okay. We got a lot this week. The uh, There's a new Bond movie title they announced. Ugh. That's like an announcement in itself when they do this. It's called No Time to Die. Is that cool? Or is that... I don't think they need to keep putting die in all the titles, because yeah. he doesn't. And, yeah, every Bond movie title is about, like, not dying. Like, die another day, tomorrow never dies. Yeah, I've had enough. Yeah, like, think of something else. All Bond can do is... Bond is boring. They should just stop making those movies in general. I don't like any of them. Like, I oh, really he, don't. Is he still, like, his beverages shaken, not stirred? That's scintillating He's stuff. some sort of weird male fantasy about a cool guy who gets babes and, like, saves the day. And it's, like... I don't know. I, I've, I, I can't stand Bond. Yeah. Two things I don't like, Bond and Bruce Springsteen. Wow. Over the subject. That's fair. Those are two biggies. A lot of people like both of those things. Those are two, like, guy things that you're just supposed to be interested in. Mm. Like, the those, pats. Those are things that guys bond over. Oh, he loved it. He God. loved it. He thought that was incredible. More news. We got uh, Quentin Tarantino announced he's about to become a father for the first time. Isn't that charming? Can't wait! A nice old dad. Nothing better. The, How uh, old is he? What do you think his baby's first word is going to be? Because I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> He's in. Oh, that's funny. You're a funny guy. Fans get it. Thanks, bud. <laughs> oh, man. The, uh, also, Larry King is seeking divorce from his seventh wife. Which I'm it? hoping this is what sends him over the edge because we haven't had a death. And I know he's not on my team, but we—he's yours. Yep. We and the we are folks. We do a celebrity death pool, kind of like on the Howard Stern show. Ooh. And whenever somebody dies, everybody has to pay them twenty dollars. Yeah. I have a bunch of like immortal stalwarts. Yeah, you really who will do. Never die. Have like a hockey team <laughs> of senior citizens. Yeah, like Bob Barker is just like. I have a feeling he's the worst pick on the list. But yeah, poor Larry King, his seventh wife. They couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. I thought those two crazy kids were going to make it. And hopefully that uh, his wife, Sean, hid his garlic 
and he dies shortly so I can get that big 20 from the death pool. That'll be fun for me. <laughs> but, um, more news. Uh, did you see the trailer for um, or The Mandalorian, the new Star Wars TV show from Jon Favreau? Oh, that's a TV show. Yes, that's where is. I got thrown. That's how little I know about that universe. I got confused. You're, be- I, you're better for it, for not knowing this uh, yeah. nerdy nonsense. I'm wondering, we were talking about this the other day, like when did Jon Favreau become the go-to guy for everybody? And I guess it's under the same umbrella of Disney now, Yeah, being that it's Iron Man. Although they just recently acquired Marvel Studios, no? no it's been that, a couple years. It's been like six or so years at this point. They've had him for a while. He's locked in, and you know he's Disney's guy now. Well, and he only the did Jungle the first, Book, right? And the and Lion King, Lion King, and but yeah, it's weird. I think because he started the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Iron Man, and then so he was like the guy, and I don't know. But yeah, he gets way too much credit. Well, like, like twenty years ago, he was making swingers. Yeah, and people forget even twenty five years ago, he's made a bunch of bombs like Cowboys and Aliens. That's a movie that doesn't exist. It's what about just Chef? Not- written, <laughs> directed, and starred in John Favreau. Exactly, his stuff like Chef sucked. I've heard a few people reference it, like, did you ever see Chef? Yeah, and when people like Chef, their review is like, oh, the food looked so great. It's like that isn't a movie. That's not a reason to see a feature film. That's a reason to watch Triple D or. Some Guy Fieri stuff. But yeah, the new Star Wars show, it's uh, it's about a bounty hunter like Boba Fett. Um, er. It's got a very weird cast. Uh, Carl Weathers is in there. Uh, Gina I really Car- wish I had a baby you got a stew going drop. <laughs> or Dylan, you son of a bitch. Like, I'm going to write both those down. Yeah, we need more Carl Weathers. Dylan! Jokes, definitely. And Gina Carano, that UFC woman, she's in there. And... Uh, Werner Herzog, you know that director? Do that, like, I? Weird um, guy? er. Yeah. He's, uh, he's in this for some reason. And also... Th- His name... Um, the one that shocked me the most, Bill Burr, is on this show. The Mandalorian. Look at that, dude! I got this lightsaber! You know what, dude? I'm doing Bob uh, Kelly, but it is what it is. I got this lightsaber! That's pretty good, Bill Burr. <laughs> he's in I just I just learned that like when I was on the way like oh Bill Burr is a Star Wars character now, I'm on board. Good for him. That's a real thing. Yeah, that's real. I'm not joking. That at all. sucks. <laughs> he hates it. I mean, he was cool on like Breaking Bad. That made sense. But him as a Star Wars guy. Hey, dude. Me yeah. me and Yoda. We're hanging out. You know what, dude? I'm just doing Bob Kelly still because it's more fun, but. And while we're nerding out, uh, <sighs> Spider-Man is out of the Marvel Cinematic that's Universe. That's not just, that's big news. We got we to gotta address that. Yeah. Tom Holland, actually, the, the reason they got rid of him is they couldn't find spider costumes small enough to fit his tiny body. Wow. So they figured, you know what, like, we'll leave and we'll go back with Sony mm. because they're a Japanese company where the clothes are much smaller. Wow. And they can accommodate his yeah. five foot two frame. Mm. This sounds very accurate and reasonable. Mm-hmm kid's yeah. built like an acorn <laughs> he's a little rascal he's a little guy i don't get how these tiny guys keep becoming superheroes like i get that spider-man is smaller in stature but like we need like an aquaman jason momoa size superhero mm. six three two twenty five two thirty five okay. all muscle he would pick tom holland up over his head and throw him through a plate glass window that's fair uh unless he got webbed um her but uh yeah the whole thing with spider-man like 
Sony owns the character because Marvel sold it to them like decades ago before they started making their own movies. So, and then they like joined together so Spider Man could be part of the MCU and, you know, be in Avengers movies and talk about all the other silly characters. But now Sony, they're playing hardball and they're, they're taking him back because they couldn't agree on Doe. And, uh, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. It's, uh, I don't really, really care. I mean, maybe now Spider-Man and Venom can team up. And what? Have, and have, like, a, a fun Sony showdown. I'm one of these pumped turkeys. for Venom, too, so whatever it takes. Yeah, and it's like, Marvel has enough characters. Like, did you see the last Avengers movie? There's, like, 45 of them. In fact, they, I didn't. They have enough. And it's also hard to feel bad for Disney. They own literally every other piece of IP on Earth, so... It's almost nice to it's almost nice to see they're being deprived of something. Yeah. I've had a little bit of Disney overload. Mm. You know, we know we're just I feel like Disney Plus is swooping in on us like a black cloud and yeah. it's just going I'm worried. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. I'm worried about all the change that's going to come with the streaming platforms. Mm. Like Disney has the power to buy all of them really they're they're a monopoly once disney plus comes out they're gonna have so much stuff all the content's gonna get smushed over there yeah. and it'll probably make hulu and netflix worthless except for like original programming only and yeah. it just i don't it just bums me out it's literally a monopoly it's too much they need to be taken down a peg so i'm on team sony in this uh in this battle team venom and yeah disney plus wise didn't you want to talk about that uh, Lady in the Tramp, uh, quote-unquote live-action remake? I did remake. I, th- I think it's time to stop with the live-action remakes, yeah. especially ones that are entirely CGI. Like, do you even remember a human character in that movie? Well, no, I don't. This one's not entirely CGI. I saw the trailer, and they're doing, like, the Air Buddies thing, where it's, like, a real dog, but then they just CGI over the mouth so Ugh. they can talk, which is, like, embarrassing and awful. Are they going to so, have them throwing basketballs and doing bobsleds? <laughs> So. How many Airbud movies did they make? Like thirteen. They made so many. There's like all those straight to videos. They did it in like every genre. There was like spooky. I'll tell buddies, you right now. There's Airbud. Space buddies. Oh, they're not in order. I need them in order. Yes. Give me the Airbuds in order. Could you? They're like. Why would they give them? There's Airbud. Would you? Then Airbud Golden Receiver. That's a good pun. Airbud three. Mm-hmm. Airbud seventh inning fetch. I like for Airbud three they they weren't feeling punny or fun. They're just like this is Airbud three. This is <laughs> there's no bits to be. Airbud spikes back. It's Airbud playing beach volleyball. Oh, another pun. I'm and having fun. Air buddies where there's a bunch of them. <laughs> Air buddy buddies. Buddy buddy, my wife. <laughs> um, and the guy quick pick beats his wife. Wow. Um, Delete that. That's a loss. Yeah, the buddies movies. I've actually referenced that guy beating his wife on the show before. <laughs> my, my dad called me out. He was like, you might not want to accuse people of abusing their wife on the air. Not that spousal abuse is funny. It's a smart thought from your dad. Like yeah, he's a smart that. guy. Sorry about that, dad, for doing it again. Yes. It's called a T-square. Good. Um, I, I want to go out on a limb and say that Taylor Swift sucks and that her new album is shit. Mm, I actually I was listening to it while uh, cruising over here. I thought it has like a a cut or two. A cut called uh, "Death by a Thousand Cuts," I- ironically enough, was probably the standout cut. This one. Yeah. I mean, she's 
she almost makes sense to bring up. She's uh, got a big year of acting ahead of her. She's in the Cats movie that's coming out. And I also saw stupid Idris Elba is on one of these songs. Like, it starts with like a voice intro with him being all like, oh, right. I'm, I'm here. I, I, inf- I infect everything, like every form of entertainment all over the globe, mate. I'm so tired of him. They must have met on the set of Cats and uh, really hit it off. Do you think he stuffed her? He might have. She's dating that guy who looks like her. Who looks like him, you mean? sucks, man. I don't, I'm sorry. It gets a little peppier. I can't do it. It's fine. Um... Yeah, I'm just, I've had enough. It's, it's one of those things like I follow all these entertainment, you know, Instagram accounts now because of the show. And I just feel attacked by Taylor Swift news whenever she does anything. Mm. And she has like 800,000 or 800 million followers on Instagram. It's just mm. like, it's just, she's everywhere. Yeah. I'm just bored. She is kind of boring. She's boring. Especially at this point, like her thing's... People are like, oh, like, who is this song about? Like, which one of her exes? It's like, do you, why do, do, we, why do, do we people care? really yeah. still care, like, at all? Well, uh, like, this song's about Harry. It's like, is it? Cool. Like, it's boring. Friend, Whatever. Friend of the show and client of mine, Sam, who was our, did the sound mixing for us in the beginning. Hey, buddy. He and I were chatting about it yesterday, and he's a Taylor Swift guy. And he said he didn't even like the new album. It's like she's 30 years old and making songs about high school. Mm. Not that we're not high school buddies and reference it to each other, but I feel like yeah, we're, on a public forum... We're wildly evolved. But yes. Well, it's like, I don't know. And I guess there's a part of it that could say, yeah, she's pandering to her audience, which is high school girls, but... Yeah. No, I kind of agree with that take. She does still seem like childish and silly. I mean, she has cuts. I'm, I'm something of a fan. On, there's at least like two cuts on each one of her what albums, like I'd say. <laughs> he got me. Um, Got me good. I, that's all I have for notes. Oh wait, the new Noah Baumbach movie. While yes. we're on the subject, that looks great. Marriage Story with Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. I think that we have a lot more to see from Scarlett Johansson. Mm. I feel like she was pigeonholed as the hot chick, and yep. she's kind of going out of her way to not look hot as much anymore. She is sporting a boy's regular haircut, sure. which but I, don't I think care she has. For. I think she has some range, and I think she's sort of funny and very sexy and interesting. And I get. Yeah, I think I'm she's awesome. She's got chops. She's not just a babe. No. I think she can do stuff. She's made a few not-so-great choices, yeah. movie-wise, but... I, we love Noah Baumbach here, and this is Big his new fan. Netflix I've enjoyed movie. all of his movies. He's one of my favorites. I agree. The uh, They did a cool thing where they released two different trailers. Like It's about a, a marriage oh, breaking up. And is it like, from both perspectives? Yeah. That's awesome. And I was like, that's cool. And that's artsy. so cool. It's I haven't seen... Deal. I've only seen the one from Adam Driver's perspective, I guess. Yeah. The other one's the same, but flipped. Um, but yeah, that's coming out in like October. That looks great. One yeah, more that's thing, gonna be just great. because they released a trailer. All these Apple Plus shows that are coming out. That Jeff Goldblum show, like it's called the, oh. wor- the World According to Jeff Goldblum. I don't want Jeff Goldblum leaning into his Jeff Goldblum enus. I don't know anyone who would. He's like the new quirky guy to be like, like oh oh. Like the promo, the like, get his thoughts on everything, including bicycles and ice cream. It's like this is the biggest excuse for a TV show I've ever seen. He's standing there like quirkily holding an ice cream cone, like, um, yes, 
Yes, it's me, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Like, he should have just like, hung it up. up at Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, enough of you. You know, I can't stand him. Yeah, he's like a stammering fool. And people are like, isn't he charming and cool? He's so handsome and stylish. Oh. He's just on the cover of GQ every 13 days. Yes. I can't take him anymore, man. It's yeah. over. Canceled. <laughs> I one, one wouldn't mind it if he got canceled, actually. One more big piece of news that I was all jazzed up about. They officially announced a fourth Matrix movie starring Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and directed by Lana Wachowski. <laughs> Why are you booing? The Matrix is like the greatest movie ever made. I really like the first one. Two and three aren't even that bad. They get a bad rap. There's a lot of great stuff in both of them. They're not like perfect, but they're overflowing with like ideas and cool scenes. And I feel like you're about to no, no, hit no. me with a what, not to what make did, you uncomfortable. What did I like about it? Oh, uh, I can't do it too much. I'll kill it. However, I can. But yeah, I, I think it's cool. I, I it's it's weird. a cool. <sighs> and the new one is just Lana Wachowski. You know, the whole Wachowski. They Aren't were the they Wachowski brothers, anymore? and then they both individually. Uh, transformed or transitioned into uh, <laughs> put the cube in my chest, <laughs> Sam. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, now they're both women, and now hey. o- only one of them is doing this new movie. So it'll be interesting to see if if they were the good one in the the partnership. But I mean, I'm excited. Matrix Four, I'm in. Take a stand together. I'd rather watch like a Jupiter ascending <laughs> Wachowski's brother. <laughs> Level misfire than just another boring superhero movie. Is that on? Do you improv that or is that written? Any day of the week. Is that a written bit? Yeah, I wrote that. Okay. <laughs> Even still, very funny. Not to pop your balloon, but if you came up with that on the spot, I would have laughed yes. even more. But very good. He's I wrote bad. no bits this week, so folks, anything you hear is off the cuff. I actually did a terrible job of taking notes this week. I'm ashamed of myself. Why'd you do that? I don't know what you're doing. Take some better notes. Didn't you see my body on Instagram? <laughs> I got new abs. I'm in my 40s. I'm still working out the 45 program. He does look uh, yoked, as they say. He looks great. I've been staring at a picture of Jackie Chan while working out to get me fired up. Does he really do that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you made that up? I, like, I, honestly, that doesn't seem that far from the mark. You know, because he'd be you know, that Mark Asian Wahlberg? Guy. That I improv, just for oh. the fans. <laughs> Just for the fans keeping track at home. <laughs> at least we don't, we don't have anyone feeding us lines. We need, a, we need some writers. So if you're Jewish, give me a call. And yes. you can sit in the apartment here. Or I mean the studio, sorry. Ooh, yeah, doper. We're not in my apartment no, right now, in my kitchen. No. Nope. Don't, don't picture that at all, my studio apartment kitchen, with a couple of uh, microphones uh, fastened to my kitchen table from Bob's Home Furniture. Hmm. The, uh, and one more piece of news. Uh, I'm not playing footsie. I'm stretching my hamstrings. Having a good stretch. Oh. I thought that was the dog for a second. I was like, boo. The Meg is in her abode. But uh, finally we can put ballers in the obits. I wish it got properly canceled, but they announced that the f- upcoming fifth season of ballers will indeed be the final season. And it's about time, I would say. Let me remind the fans, The Rock makes $700,000 an episode for Ballers. Seems reasonable to me. Which is probably the biggest misallocation What, do you think that's too much? In American history. <laughs> yes, I do think it's too much. You don't much. think he needs all that dough to buy more pancakes and metal things to pick up and down? <laughs> I mean, brother, 
You son bitch, I do need that dough. I'm a big oaf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying Hawaii. No, but this actually reminds me. I saw the Forbes list of 2019's highest paid actors, of which The Rock is at number one. The uh, He earned $89.4 million this In calendar year. Jesus Christ. The Rock is getting paid $23.5 million up front for the next Jumanji. Gets paid a cool 700000 per episode of Ballers, as I said. And, yeah, they go on to talk about his many brands, endorsements, and deals. Specifically with Under Armour. Yeah, his Under Armour stuff, it goes... I don't even remember what they're called, but... Yeah. It... He makes stupid money every time there's a release of like a t-shirt with a bullhorn on it or whatever. Just <sighs> the rest of this list is pretty stock. It's like Chris Hemsworth is number two because of Avengers and Men in Black International, which I think bombed, but he probably got paid well for it. Doe counter. Number three, Robert Downey Jr. Then number four. I've had it with him too. Akshay Kumar. He's like a Bollywood star. He must really be killing it over there. Huh. And also Jackie Chan, he's coming up again. He's number five for with what? fifty-eight million. Exactly, like he still makes films. The beloved martial artist has appeared in three films this year, including Journey to China, The Mystery in of Asia, Iron Man. Yeah, we don't know anything about what's going on over there. They love him in China, probably. Yeah, but I'm surprised these movies don't like pop up on Netflix or something. And then number six, we got Bradley Cooper. He had a big deal. I was just really <laughs> happy you guys are all able to come out and. See stars born and watch me have a dough count. Hey, how you That's doing? But yeah, a huge chunk of his earnings, seventy percent, came from writing, directing, starring in, and co-producing *A Star Is Born*, which saw him forfeit his upfront salary in support of the Oscar-winning blockbuster. My man B. Coops knew he had a hit on his hands, and he bet on himself, and he won big. I'm gonna stop going through this list because the rest of it is just Avengers people. Most depressing. Yeah, <laughs> and just like do 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 do. Let's get into our reviews. What do you think? I think it's about time. He's back. This might be my favorite song. This is a very like calming, lovely little piece of music. I like how there's that little scratch of the record. I was just going to say, the crackle. It's awesome. The crackle's very We were good. both pretty we, disappointed that they did not play that at the beginning of Once Upon a Time. Yeah, but then they what sneak the it into the actual movie when they're at the drive They drive did, in. they did. That's probably why they didn't. I guarantee it is. I remember when we were watching it, I, was, I like gave you a nudge. was like, huh, look, it's here. You want to go see it again? I do at some point. We Definitely. have to. It's probably got another week or two. Didn't you go to the movies yesterday, big I did guy? indeed, and I saw uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon. Which sounds delicious. Tell me about this. It's... About this Falcon. I forget who directed it. You probably know. I don't, actually. Surprising. Very, very un-Scotty. I should know who this it's underdog indie Shia guy is. Shia LaBeouf, and he's back in a big... I'm a Shia guy. You're a Shia guy. Please, big time. This and movie's getting, like, raves. I, you know what? It sort of changed my opinion of Dakota Johnson. I thought she was awesome. I like her. I don't she's, typically. She's in bad I, stuff, but I think she has chops. And she's so a cutie Tyler Nilsson and who I don't know and Michael Schwartz co-directed this. Yeah, this has like a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's uh-huh. like a heart-tugging 
It was crowd pleaser. I'll read the summary. Zach runs away from his care home to make his dream of becoming a wrestler come true. Mm. That's vague, but Zach. Uh, that's his real name too. Zach Gottsagen. Mm. Gottsagen. I don't know how to say it, but he's a Down syndrome gentleman. Mm. And well played. But thank yeah, it's you. Gone. And Shia befriends him because they're both kind of on the road because he breaks out of. He's staying. He, I guess is the. Zach's family abandons him, and he ends up in this nursing home where Dakota Johnson works. And I think that something about charming. the way she is in this movie, how nurturing and mm. kind of cool she is, it she got me. Wow. Um, there's a Thomas Hayden Church cameo, Bruce Jer- Bruce Dern, John Barenthal, John Hawks. Ooh, of, all my favorite sidecars. Oh, yeah. It's Sidecar <laughs> City. I love that. And then... Um, Shia in this... Mick Foley. Ooh, Jesus. Yeah. Mick Foley. Who isn't in this? Oh, that's who that is. That There's a guy, Yellow Wolf, that rapper who's on Eminem's label, plays one oh. of the crab boat guys. It's it's huh. set in, I guess, the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and Shia LaBeouf is... Um, Working for Bubba Gump Shrimp, hopefully. Pretty much. He's like a crab boat guy, and he's going around stealing these two guys' crab pots, John Hawks and Yellow Wolf. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of beat him up, and then he, you know, I won't tell him much more, but it, you know, it gets to the point where Shia has to leave town, and he okay. just sort of is on the, the lamb running away from these guys. Okay. And he and Zach meet up, and they... Are they a good duo? Great duo. They seem charming. One of the best duos I've seen in a long time, and it's, it's heartwarming. I went with my whole family. My Ooh. dad, my stepmom, and my sister, and not my whole family. My mom didn't come, but it was... Yeah good portion of us to be all in a movie together did, uh, did they all enjoy it what did they think uh yeah they liked it i didn't really ask everybody what they thought because you know i saved my energy for that conversation for the show but <laughs> it fair. seemed to, to be a across the board positive review yeah. and i actually speaking to my mom i recommended that she go see it i think she's going to enjoy it very much so mom if you're listening I like how they head on down to Patriot Cinemas in uh, Hanover and take Ooh, it in. Yes. Don't go to the Hingham one near your house. It's yeah, that not one's as, not as good. I don't like that one either. But I like how they cast an actual mentally challenged person in this role instead of doing like I am Sam. The I other said the exact same thing as I walked thing. out. I was like, they got an actual Down syndrome guy. Yeah, like why did it take people so long to realize that they could do that? It's like, I understand. You know, some movies like. Like, I Am Sam wouldn't have gotten made this kid if it didn't great. have a star in the role in Sean Penn, and there are no, like, mentally challenged stars. Well, but, like, the, but, the classic Rain Man formula, right? Where everybody... And I've had this conversation with one of my clients, Chris Carboni, uh, from the Carboni Law Firm. If anybody oh. needs uh, a good divorce attorney. It's a free plug, Chris. Yeah. Um, but Chris and I were saying how, like, if you look at Rain Man... Mm. That dynamic with Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise. How Dustin Hoffman did he get just get nominated or did he win for that? I think he won. He for won that. best supporting. Yeah. Okay, so that's a Tom Cruise movie, mm. as far as I'm concerned, because anybody can, you know, put on some high waisted khakis and talk like this and and make a big splash. It's true. But if you're the guy who has to be the straight man to that and play off of that mm. and have that other opposing energy, to me, that's much more of an acting victory. Yeah. Like Shia LaBeouf playing alongside this yeah. gentleman was very impressive. That's a good call. That's what they call a thankless role. Where like Very much so. Like Dustin Hoffman, he's like the eye-catching, the guy you're watching, and you don't even realize what the other person's doing. because Doing they, way more legwork. Yeah. Having to just 
you know, yeah. not just be charming because of the way that you look. Mm. I was laughing at the idea of you, like, De Niro, Cape Fear laughing in the screening <laughs> of Peanut Butter Falcon. I... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's terrific. I think I'm doing King of Comedy, but whatever. But yes. that With that big gar sitting in front of... <laughs> <laughs> Whole deal. But yeah, that's the Peanut Butter Falcon, now playing in theaters. I'm, I'm going to check it out. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, you'll you'll really like it. I watched uh, A Simple Favor, which is uh, a movie now on Hulu and Amazon Prime. It's from Paul Feig and stars uh, Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively and some other sidecars I can't remember. And I, I heard a lot of good things about this movie, and I just wanted to quickly skewer it a bit because I did not care for this film. It's one of those movies that's like, it thinks it's being all clever, but it's really just kind of like boring, and every character is hateable. Like, there's no one to root for at all. It has a lot of bad jokes, and by the end, the story is like laughable, like soap opera type nonsense. Like, they go way too far, and it's just, it's nothing. Yeah, I, I am not big on Anna Kendrick. Mm. There's this whole thing where you're supposed to love her because she's gettable this or something, movie, and movie, I just like, find her boring. Yeah, this movie like turned me off from her. I normally find her charming, but this I was like, Ugh, I don't. Like I like this person. Pitch Perfect because I think it's fun. Yeah, and I you're enjoy right. Up in the Air because Clooney is awesome, and I think that's an interesting premise. It's and a good movie. who's it? Ivan Reitman, his son Jason. Jason, my fault. And the mm. uh, close, Very yeah, close. the Reitman family. Yes. I enjoyed that movie because it's great and because Clooney's a stud, but. Yeah, man. She does nothing for me. Blake Lively is really good in it. But she, I love she, she can't uh, say slutty this. Blake Lively. Yeah. That's like my f- my favorite type, like archetype for a female Yeah, like her in the town. For an actress. Uh, her in the town. Is, slutty Bean said. Oh, it's the side best. Babe. It's the absolute best. And it's be such a, she's the type of girl that would just ruin your life. And I'm drawn to that. I might cast her as Pam Adams one of those days. <laughs> More like Blake Lovely. What do you think of that? He hates it. Look out! <laughs> Do you want to talk about Sex Tuplets, the new Marlon Wayans Netflix movie? I would love to, movie? actually, yeah. I was gonna... It was, I shut it at first. <laughs> yes. And then I needed to go... And then you mentioned a few things. You got me when you said that there was a little man character. Yes. I was like, oh, I gotta see it. I locked him. Locked me right back in. Yeah, The just to remind the fans, we, we talked about this, but this is a... Uh, uh, Wayne's movie where he Eddie Murphy portrays six different characters, two of whom are in fat suits, which I appreciate the fat suit movie being kept alive. This movie's really stupid and bad, but it's watchable, if that makes sense. In the first 15 seconds, there's a big dick joke, which I was like, well, they're not wasting any time. And I don't think people are getting our memos about obituaries. They didn't hear that dick jokes are canceled, I guess? Well, yeah, I mean, apparently the people at netflix aren't listening to the show which is the first problem that i have i know everyone at crackle listens but we're gonna have to work on netflix and hulu and also there was a joke where someone says black don't crack unless you smoke it and i was like that's a great line i legitimately thought that was great what do you like about it (laughs) 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 just Um, because the black don't crack thing is like a Overbitted thing, but the just a good spin. Just to throw on, unless you smoke it, I was like, it's genius, Marlon, you killed it. I also thought this movie had like 
the effects were like better than they needed to be. Because there's, you know, there's a bunch of shots. The, the where, bull like, was pretty good CGI. I yeah. thought. I was like, why is the CGI so good? There's like, a scene where a bull destroys Marlon Wayans' red car. He's wearing a red jacket and a red car, and the other brother tried to milk the bu- the bull's penis to get milk for his cereal. Whoa! Because yeah. <laughs> oh, like you were texting me last night, and you said uh, every five minutes there's another oh, yeah. and maybe you even were correct. Every, maybe even every five seconds. It's just like. Like, oh, Red, yes. Let's explain all the characters, though, real quick. The, one is regular Marlin, he's the straight man. One's a fat, nerdy man-child who was milking a cow, or what he thought was a cow, to get milk for his cereal. Very childish and wacky. One's a female prison inmate who's very outspoken and also wacky. Everyone's wacky in this movie. And a lot then, of wackiness. And one's a businessman with a stutter and a bandana and a wild haircut. He's like the Cat Williams. Of More of like a thief. Yeah. con man than anything he's a scumbag i didn't like that character yeah. my favorite was i guess what is it little p or little pete yeah the, he, the, the little man one. character he yes. was my favorite he was his wacky fun. like frizzled hair did mm. you mention the nerdy orange haired guy who the main the first one the like the white one he like acted oh white. yeah did you forget about him i did he's yeah. There are, like, twists in this movie. At the end, you find, like, even more, and then, like, the, their mother, who they thought was dead, was is still alive. Spoiler alert for sex tuplets. Oh, come on, Scott. So, sorry, fans. But, uh, yeah. There's a scene where a fat guy is jumping on a bed, and would you believe that the bed breaks? Because he's it overweight? Breaks. <laughs> There's a thing, a lot of people are going, going, ochre, or ochre. What is that again? That's the thing I hear people referencing. No idea. I think it's like Cardi B or something. Is it a sports thing? Going like, oh, cool. I don't know. Let's take a stand. <laughs> I'm hip, though, just for saying it. Molly Shannon's in this movie as a white woman who says black things in a black voice, and the Wayans brothers love that stuff, and they'll... Yeah, they get a big kick out of yeah, white, cultural appropriation. Yeah, white people talking black. They're still in that like early 2000s spoof zone. <laughs> And yeah, it, they'll never grow out of that. Yes. Scary movie will just get remade with a slight twist every 18 months, and no one will notice. Yes. And then, yeah, the little one tricks the main one into, like, giving him his kidney, and it's, like, played as, like, a He laugh. just switched the charts, and it's like, oh, you rascal. Like, yeah. oh, uh, a stranger took my kidney, and it's funny. Yeah, and, like, everyone, like, makes fun of him for it. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I needed someone to, like, address the seriousness of that situation in the movie. Even he was just like, yeah, this other one got my kidney, like, yeah, to he, his and wife. The, and he wakes up, and the nurse is saying, hey, you need to relax. You've lost a kidney. And he gets all upset. And then he says, where's Pete? And he said, oh, well, he's on a plane to Cuba. Yeah. He just took the new kidney and immediately left. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> and somehow that's just fine. Yeah, everyone's <clears> just like, it's cool. And yeah, there's a bunch of running gags about the Rockford Files, which is a TV show I'm unfamiliar I'm with. I'm unfamiliar with it too. I, I know it exists. Yeah, it's probably. But I didn't realize that it was a thing. It's probably on Magic Johnson's top sixty, I'd say. And moving on to other shows, we watched saw the first two episodes of On Becoming a God in Central Florida, the new Showtime series 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 starring my girl Kirsten Dunst, friend of the show, Kirsten Dunst. Yes. It was very weird. I loved like the culty aspect of the Amway yes. brand thing that they're selling. Very the guy from True Dead. 
Alexander can, Skarsgård. Yeah. She and Kirsten Dunster, or he and Kirsten Dunster, are a very strange couple. Yes. And I agree. But he was good. He, he's playing, like, dumb in this. It was fun. When the one guy's line... It's a, it's a good line, but he said the beginning of the line. He says, "I don't have friends. I have business partners." And the remainder of the the line would be a spoiler, but that's a yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, this show it has a fun twist at the end of the pilot that really sets the table for what I think will be a very good show. I'm not going to go any further. Ted Levine is involved, and any you, Ted Levine would you, project, I would am you? definitely on board with. Yes. She a great big fat person. Ted Levine for fans who don't know famously portrayed Buffalo Bill. You don't know what pain is. And almost more importantly to me, he portrayed the uh the killer in Joyride who's never seen, but oh. his his voice is heard on the CB radio the whole film. And to think he didn't get typecast yes. and he's making hits. Yeah. On no, Showtime. It is nice to that see will him. That probably get canceled in a different kind of role. Him Although not playing so, a killer, he's probably like, whew, this is nice. Well, he was the the father uh, uh, in Hills Have Eyes. And what is he on, like, oh, Monk or one right. of those shows? That sounds right. He's I probably think it's on, monk. like, The Closer. I'm a something. Monk guy. You're a Monk guy? No, I'm not. I was Sorry, say, Jack. I, I know you don't listen because you're an ass, but Monk doesn't do it for me. I mean, I'm a Tony Shalhoub guy. I'm, I'm here for whatever he does outside of Monk. I feel like I haven't seen him in a while. Shaloub, reach out. I know you listen. A couple more features. We watched Escape Plan, which is now on Hulu and Amazon Prime. And this is basically just a Saw sequel, but it's a pretty decent one. I enjoyed watching it. It uses the mildly popular new thing of escape rooms as a hook to slightly differentiate itself from Saw. It was also kind of like Cube, too. Cube I got a also. Cube vibe, yeah. Nobody remembers that Cube exists. Yeah. Watch it, or Cube 2 or Cube 3 Hypercube. <laughs> cube 0. Is it Cube 0? There is. I think it's That's it's, the fourth one? It's Cube, then Cube 2 Hypercube uh, and then Cube, cube zero. 0. Good call. I have Cube 1 and 2 and my third co- my Cube 3 is missing. Yeah. They're clever horror movies where people are trapped in a room and they need to figure out how to get out and, you know, one person, like, I d- love dies a room, series, basically. Yeah. I think they're all on Shudder. Yeah. No, so. I, I recommend, especially the first one. The first one's, like, a classic. If you're into horror movies, subscribe to the Shudder Network and you can dive through, like, a lot of classics, some good stuff in there. And it's, I think it's, like, 50 bucks for the year. Mm. Very affordable compared to other streaming services. And, I mean, yeah. if you're... Like me, you're probably paying for three or four of them at least and sharing a few with family members. And, you know, you you're it. always looking for a new platform when you're a TV guy. You're digging through. You can, I mean, I downloaded the Criterion, you know, app and tore mm. through all the movies I wanted to see in two days before my trial was over. Yeah. And, you know, we're pickier than most, but we do watch a lot of stuff that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, what else? We also watched The Righteous Gemstones. Which is, I think, going to be a runaway hit. Mm. It's This is the new Danny McBride show on HBO, which completes his trilogy of HBO shows where he portrays the worst dude ever. <laughs> and uh, What happened with Vice Principals? Did that get axed? No, he said the plan was always to just do two short seasons of that show. I didn't love that show, but it, it had It was some... the worst of the three so Abs- far. Well, I mean, absolutely. I don't know yet with Righteous Gemstones. I'm hoping it's not like a pilot heavy yeah. show where the pilot was awesome and the rest is meh. Which I said, I think I said to you already, I thought this was going to be a half hour show and it's very weird that it's an hour show. 
I think that's great. Yeah, because yeah, no. the other two were half hours, and yeah. they were just sort of... Yeah, because, you know, it's it's kind of like everything, but it's more comedy than anything else. But, you know, it's very serious. There's some violence. It's got Adam Devine playing yep. aside uh, John Goodman, yep. which is a funny juxtapositioning that they're supposed... To, Adam Devine and Janie McBride are supposed to be brothers, which isn't that believable, but that makes it almost funnier. At first, I thought Adam Devine was going to be Danny McBride's son. Which, right, which they're, would have they're been, at least ten years in age difference. Yeah, they, I think Adam Devine is probably our age or a little younger even, and Danny McBride is like fifty. Yeah, he's like older than he looks. I, I think, think he's I think he's fifty years old. Fifty years old. <laughs> fifty, fifty years old. I love how you type Danny and Danny Masterson comes up first <laughs> on IMDb. <laughs> Wow, Danny need- Masterson, notorious rapist yeah, from gonna- that 70s show who was- hasn't worked in 10 years beyond making that movie with the unrealistic pot smoking. Yes. If you remember the name of it, I'm really impressed. Puff Puff Pass. There it is. He's back. <laughs> yes, that's one of our least favorite things when... Movies in, in like unrealistic pot- drug use. Yeah, like every pot movie, it's about like guys who don't have money or a job just sitting around like smoking like 800 blunts a day. It's like, like, yeah, we just smoked $675 worth of weed. I wonder yeah. why we can't pay the rent this month. Yeah, it's a very frustrating, silly thing. So yeah, Danny McBride, is he's doing all the Halloween sequels. Yep. Also, he wrote, he's, writ- he's written them all already. I noticed he wrote... I didn't realize he was such a fucking dynamo. And I guess he's a yeah. little younger than we thought. He's... I guess he's 1976, so he's going to be... I thought you were going to say, he's 32. <laughs> no, he's no, He's younger no. than us. He's seven years older than I am, so I'm going to be 36, so he's he's 42. Hmm. So I thought he was a little older than that, so I yeah. guess it is possible for him and Adam to I be did, brothers. Yeah, I thought he looked older than he was, but I guess he We looks, were incorrect, folks. That's, look, a, that's an on-air retraction. This is why it's good for us to have the net. He looks exactly as old as he is. But he, he also wrote and directed... The at least Righteous the first Gemstones, episode yeah. of Righteous Gemstones. I think it's going to be really funny, and it, it's. I was captivated. I was interested. Mm. I'm. I'm wondering what happens next. So Righteous Gemstones on HBO Go, HBO on demand. Check it out. Second episode is uh, Sunday tomorrow night, the 25th of yes. August. And I just wanted to say I don't know if he's ever directed something before, but I thought he really directed the hell out of it. It looked like better than most movies. Like the look of it was very, very cool, very impressive, very well done. Exceeded my expectations greatly. Like we've been watching the promos for this for months, and I expected it to be good enough. Mm. I thought it was great. Yep, I agree. It's an interesting thing to tap into, and I, I would imagine maybe people were worried about pushback from the church or whatever was, it may be. Yeah. Because it is based around, you know, the megachurch priests in the South and that whole cult. And it's making a complete joke of those Total people. Total cartoon <laughs> like, and, like, showing the side of them that we all maybe assume that is there. Mm. It's like, where's all that money going? And yeah. it's going to them buying stupid crap and being idiots. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they're not all quite as ethical as you want them to be. Yes. It's an interesting concept. I agree. Keep it up. Righteous Gemstones on HBO right now. Get in there. It's the jacket. I got one more. It's Scotty's pick of the week. Uh-oh. This was a surprise to me, folks. I don't know what it's going to be. Wow. <laughs> the standoff at Sparrow Creek. Now streaming on Hulu, folks. This is a, a very surprising, gritty little indie that I loved. Um, I got the summary right here. 
Uh, an ex-cop... stand on? After a shooting at a police funeral, reclusive ex-cop Gannon realizes that the killer belongs to the same militia he joined after quitting the force. Knowing the police will be closing in on them, Gannon quarantines his fellow militiamen in a remote lumber mill. There, he sets about a series of grueling interrogations intent on ferreting out the killer and turning him over to the authorities to prevent further bloodshed. And this was really great. I, I love a good meets when someone's like, this movie is this meets that, and I thought of a good one for this. This movie is Reservoir Dogs meets Green Room. Boom. Really? Home run. And I'm adding this to my queue right now. You are going to like this. What's it's the name again? The The Standoff at Sparrow Creek. Another and, idea my sister had was what we could do at the end of the show Mm-hmm. recap everything that we said and where to find it because she sometimes has trouble writing everything down That's or a very good thought. other people would forget so i like that let's do that but yeah this Be- one more time I'm, as i was saying the one thought beaver this, creek the standoff at sparrow creek i got beaver creek folks <laughs> close enough i'm adding yeah. it to my apple tv q thing this movie has an incredible batch of sidecars it's got that guy james badge dale who's one of those guys that makes you go like, oh, that guy, he's good. He's like, very much the Joey Pants Award Yeah, <laughs> uh, from the re- rewatchables. Everyone in this movie will make you go like, oh, that guy, he's good. And it's like it starts and you're like, wait, what's going on? It starts like in media oh, res. I love a good hot Scotty wreck. I'm, I'm fired up, folks. I got the, nothing to do today, but I got nothing to do <laughs> manana, but sleep in. And then you slowly get doled out the information. I got big like S. Craig Zoller, Jeremy Saulnier vibes from this movie. You're, um, Especially like, the look of wait, it. Is Jeremy Saulnier the guy who did uh, Out of the Furnace? No, he did Blue Ruin and Green Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. What's who's the guy who did Out of the Furnace? If you remember that too, I'm gonna be very impressed. Scott Cooper. You're on fire. This is why he's here, folks. (laughs) He came to play. (laughs) Yeah, like it's one of those movies. Like every shot, I was just like, "Fuck, that looks so good." Like it's like the best show ever. (laughs) Yes. It's like I want to see whatever this writer director does from now on. Like I'm in. I'm on board. Could you watch it again? Yes. That's the testament, folks. He wants to watch it again. And, like, it's a nice lean hour and 28 minutes. Keeps things moving. Standoff at... Battle Creek. Wait, no, hold on. I can't remember it. The Standoff at Sparrow Creek. I hate the name. Yeah. But we've said it enough times now that somebody's going to remember. But, yeah, this is on Hulu. Check it out, folks. It's it's a hot one, and it's way under the radar. Hulu, everything on Hulu flies under the radar. Yeah. They they get some decent stuff every now and then. They're, They're a competitor. A lot of people laugh off Hulu. It's like I'm like on Hulu all the all the damn time, watching everything they you wanna got. Do did you shut anything this week? Um, I don't think I did. I didn't either. Actually, I shut off some. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Some like Tinder, like. Oh, I shut that off too. Hulu. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Whatever it was. Oh wait, like, no, no, I got it here. Electric Love. Oh, something else. I did one with these two guys in college designed a dating app, and I shut that off a couple weeks ago. Anything yeah. involving, I use the dating apps. They're horrible. And you it's the type of thing where you'd look at it and go, this could be a movie, Yeah, but it isn't. And don't make it one, because that's not an interesting concept. Yeah, every movie that uses Tinder as its like focal point is awful. Not, no one's come close to even like being decent. But this movie did have one thing I thought was cool, like... In scene transitions, like, you know, when the scene changes, they do a, a swipe left or right. Like, Ugh, they f- You like that. 
the way it looks is bad, but I thought it was a clever idea. Like the frame, and then you swipe it. I was is like, it a star wipe? No, it's like a. It looks how it does on Tinder when you swipe left or right, but then you swipe and the scene's different. I was like, you know, this movie sucks, but that's clever. I'll give them that. I appreciated it. That's how much fuck fish. But yeah, that was Electric Love. That was the shot of the week for me. The uh, can we take a break for a hot minute while I take a. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'll talk about whatever I feel like while you're gone. Boom. Um, You know, so the thing about anti-Semitism... No, (laughs) I'm kidding. Um, Uh While Scotty's in the bathroom, and I have you guys all to myself, all to myself, Jesus, I got to notice, I actually have a retraction from last week. We mentioned... um, Whoa, now I'm doing it again. We I mixed up Peter and Henry Fonda last week. And I said that the wrong Fonda was in Easy Rider. I said Henry Fonda was an Easy Rider, and he was not. Peter Fonda, who died, was an Easy Rider. Henry Fonda was in On Golden Pond. And I believe he's been dead for way longer. I believe he's Pete Fonda's father. Correct? He died in 1982. So Henry Fonda was dead the year before I was born. They both died in L.A. And I'm dying out here. Doing a podcast by yourself is a lot harder than people realize. It's one of those. I tried it. It was called Sober and Handsome. It was an extension of my blog, which is also Gonzo. And you end up floundering because... (laughs) You don't have anybody to fall back on. Are you having fun? No, I hated that. <laughs> I give you the candy lineup. How many Twix is that for you? Like eight Twix? <laughs> Short name, a Kip, liar. Kip or Ned, a liar. Perfect. Where were we? That was a terrific piss, by the way. We, I got one too, coming. But I'm going to hold it in because I think I can make it through The Bachelor in Paradise and The Departed and outro and then go you're more professional than i am and i appreciate it i guess oh we got to do an obituary obits folks for fans who don't remember this is where we send bits to the grave obituaries do you get it we're having a lot of fun are you having a laugh you're having a laugh gets it he's laughing yes it's for this week i want to do the nightmare before christmas the tim burton animated piece of shit just as a quick side note watching christmas stuff outside of the christmas season is like the most unbearable thing that a person can do just wanted to sneak that in as a side note is this movie a halloween movie or a christmas movie that's an argument that people probably have that i don't even know this is a the the title track this is halloween i haven't seen this movie in years but i remember not being into it and I also don't like how Tim Burton has his name as part of the title of this movie, and he didn't even direct it. Like, he just produced it. It's like, get out of here. He didn't direct that movie? No. Who Hen- did? I'm going to give credit to Henry Selick. Actually, you might want to double check, but I think Henry Selick I'm going to go ahead and assume that you are right. Okay, he's in. We're not double checking. But, uh... Yeah, Somehow Danny Elfman with doing the music gets top billing, and you were correct about... Oh, Danny Elfman's in it. Ooh. Weird. Henry Selleck, you're right. Yes. He's a weird face. Yes. 
He also did Coraline yeah. and James and the Giant Peach. He's he, a Disney guy. Yeah, like he's the talent. He's the guy who did it. Like it's Henry Selick's A Nightmare Before Christmas. Tim Burton's a fucking. He's out to lunch. Done with him. But uh, yeah, you're you're throwing this in the obits. You're done with this, this film, this feature. Yeah, I'm done. It's no over. No thanks. The uh, that's fair. I um. I haven't even seen it in so long. I can't think of like one specific to even mention in regards to this film. But it's fine. It's fine. So that's the obit. Um, you want to do th- ninety seconds, or or we gotta do Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah, I thought I had an obit, but I can't. Uh, Scotty obit. We can do more than one. I'm okay with that. Let's put everything in the fucking grave. No, nah, I can't. I don't have it here, and I can't remember it. So, I'll have a hot one next week for the fans. Are you having a good one right now? Have a good one. Skipped a little, but I got it in there. Right at the right. The nice. This is the theme to The Bachelor in Paradise, folks. I figured I would update it. Scotty figured I would update it. That was his call. We're back. I have some notes. I do, too. Big week, folks, in Bachelor Nation. Big week. I mean, as far I, as... Wow. Yeah. The weeks, they don't get much bigger than this. This was a Demi, the uh, bisexual blonde babe. Who's, Bombshell, if you will. Yes, another B. Oh, oh. This was a big, like, her week, I think. I felt like she... Oh, definitely. She uh, monopolized the screen time oh, for yeah. the bulk of this way-too-long reality show. I felt bad for Derek. Ooh, go on. Because he seems like he's the guy who was pursuing Demi, who kind of looks like um, John Krasinski. Mm, And To me, he seems like the most normal out of all of them. I thought his reaction to it was pretty fair. He was kind of just like, well, we've spent the past month or whatever getting to know each other. And I I would imagine they've had sex. Yeah. And they were pretty close. And they were the only, you know, quote unquote, couple on the show that seemed fairly stable. And... I felt like she kind of pulled the wool over his eyes. And it's yeah. sort of like, if you have a girlfriend, why would you go on the show? And everybody seems to be okay with it because it's an LGBT thing, which I get. But it's, you know, it's like I said last week, it's 2019, man. Like, there's, it's a, spe- sexuality is a spectrum. And I'm not mm. really that shocked for somebody being bisexual anymore. They're making it like it's 1998. Yeah. And it's so courageous. Everyone's like, it's so courageous for her to do this. It's like, yeah, like you know what? Like, they, they like linger on her and her girlfriend kissing like it's like 1995 and they're just like like can you believe we're showing this it's yeah. like yeah it's like how about they're just a couple uh Show enjoying more. one hoops <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, is in they're just a couple enjoying a kiss man who gives a shit that they're both women we're past that being yeah. a novelty i did think it was very funny though like you're saying like they were him and her were kind of a couple and he's like this is going great and then she's like oh i invited my lesbian lover over <laughs> to like stay with us for the rest of this show and then she's just on the show yeah that 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 blew my me. mind yeah it's like like are there any rules on this show yeah like, do we really want her around i didn't know you could invite other people to just hang she's out not with you interesting either for she the just duration was, of a reality show she's sort of just a lady too there's nothing really that yeah her girlfriend's a big snooze and isn't spicy or fun at all no and uh yeah and yeah like the guy just i should watch them bro big time oh that was for you good thank you 
but yeah, the and the guy just has to be like, oh, yeah, this sucks, but like, okay. And then he goes and cries on the beach for a while, which that's like at least ten percent of every episode of the show is people just crying on the beach. It's pretty inspired. And uh, yeah, the, there was a lot of the guys. Every time, like, people come over and go, like, can I steal you for a second? And then they, like, go on, like, a quote-unquote date, which is just, like, talking in a, a grotto for, like, four minutes. But every time someone steals another person, like, the guys are all passive-aggressively calling each other buddy. It's like, okay, buddy. Yeah, like, see you in a bit, bud. It's like, just everybody like- just sort of flexing on each other. Speaking of that, it opens with Jordan and Christian getting in a fight. Ooh. And Jordan body slamming Christian on the stairs and then How could it, I forget? and then they're running after each other and Jordan's was the best part of the show so him only being there for one episode or an episode and change was sort of a bummer mm. him saying you got thrown on the ground bro like as he's walking away yeah. it, just, it was just great and bro. Dylan's in tears again over Hannah G not giving hiccups I Nicole is the worst Mm. she's playing both sides of the fence she's saying she wants more aggressiveness out of clay and then jordan goes and fights his battle for him getting himself and christian thrown off the show and now nicole you know sidles right back up to clay because he's the only guy left for her Mm. and then that girl katie who's with chris the older guy they're in the pool i'm jumping around here but i want to cover all my points no doubt Katie flat out tells Chris that she wants him to go out on dates with other people mm. and that she's okay with him doing whatever he wants. She's like, it is paradise, just sort of sending the message that they're oh, not anything. That's everyone's fallback. So many people just say like, hey, we're in paradise, which is just like an They excuse. probably tell them to say that. Oh, I'm sure. But like, it's that's a good branding. excuse to just act as like I might start dickish. saying that in the real world. <laughs> if I go on a date with a woman and I run into another woman that I've also gone on a date with, just, oh, hey. It's paradise. I like that. This smelly city full of ugly Irish people. <laughs> um, yeah, Demi leaving the show, or is she gonna leave the show? Or they like I just. Well, no, that was the funniest part. Like we talked about, her her lover shows up, and she literally says to the guy, "I know we've really been hitting it off, and this is gonna suck for you, but my girlfriend is gonna stay here, and I'm gonna pursue my relationship with her, here." And it's just like. The most absurd. So unnecessary. It's basically saying, I want to be on TV, I want to be famous, and I also want a free vacation. Yeah. And I don't care how badly this affects you because I'm a selfish cunt. I got to say, though, it's working wonders. She's like, re- it's I her. I shouldn't it's have said her. the C word, folks. I'm sorry. It's her show now. Like, it's. Everyone else is just like lounging around, like, talking about, like, nothing, basically. Yeah, and she she's she's like I'm bisexual. I invited my girlfriend to be part of the show. I'm telling everyone else how to do what they're doing. Like the Derek, Derek's rejection hit home for me. Like the you're such a nice guy, mm. and just like I'm not like Mr. Nice Guy myself, but it, I've certainly been there. And it just I, I was reeling after that for somebody who makes a joke out of this show and doesn't take it seriously. It actually hit me, and I was sort of ashamed of myself. <laughs> You tearing up watching him tear up. I was on just the beach. pissed. I was what the fuck. Mm. Um, I get that. I'm, I've had enough bachelor though. You got anything else? No, that was basically That's it. That's it. All right, we want to do departed. Kid, I do. I want to do nothing else but watch the departed. 
on a fucking loop forever. I still haven't finished season one of uh, Gritty on a Hill, by the way. Speaking of being set crime dramas, I gotta get in there. Sidalista. God says. That's your favorite actor right there. Kevin Corrigan? <laughs> oh, French. <laughs> the number one! Is this his first screen time? Yeah, that might have been a reveal. A friend. I knew his father. I liked his uncle Jackie better. We got some great dialogue coming up. Jackie was excellent. Fucking guineas. Jackie. Kid, this is what it's like around here. Fans who aren't from the area, this is what Boston's like. It's a natural diuretic. My girlfriend drinks so much, she's got a period. What do you get, your period? <laughs> you fucking mud. Get your fucking hands off me! Me? Yes, you're French, the number one. No. No. Well, I'm the guy that tells you there are guys you can hit, and there's guys you can't. And that's not quite a guy you can't hit. Love that. But it's almost a guy you can't hit. Not quite. So I'm gonna make a fucking rolling on this right now. You don't, don't fucking, fucking hit, hit him. him. You understand? What that's accent so is French supposed to be doing here? Boston? I fucking know you. <laughs> Boston, Massachusetts? Nobody's questioning Ray Winstone's very, very, you know, European dialect. Idiot fucking cop magnet. I'll cut your fucking nuts off. You want to... He was better as a... That was it. 90 seconds, folks. He was better as the sidecar in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom Jonesy. of the Crystal Skull. Jonesy! Um, Jonesy! What are your plugs, bud? Plugs, plugs, plugs. Um... What do I plug again? I'll just... Other podcasts that I enjoy that you should check out. Doughboys. Blank Check. When are Griffin they going to plug us? And Uncle to Uncle. Yeah, all, all of those shows should plug us. Cowboy. For fun. And also The Sweet Smell of Succession. A succession podcast I've been listening to and enjoying. From Dave Chen. Maybe he'll plug us. What do you think? You in? I'm in. My plugs this week are the same. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Ankner, A-N-K-N-E-R, and Ankfit, A-N-K underscore F-I-T. And yes, you can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. Send us like. an email at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Also, the shows we discussed, Righteous Gemstones on HBO. Um, we loved it. It's we loved really it. good. It's on HBO. What's your Hulu movie again? The showdown at Sparrow Creek or something close to that. It's the really Peanut good. Butter Falcon now in theaters. Yes. Uh, the Departed. <laughs> the Departed sick. Escape Plan. It's like Saw. Escape Plan was also on Hulu, I believe. Yes. Or Be- Stars. It was on Stars. And Hulu. Okay, Stars and Hulu. On Becoming a God in Central Florida. It's on Showtime. On Showtime. New series. Ah, la, 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 la. This is a little clunky. We'll make it a little yeah. cleaner next time, <laughs> folks. We're just doing the show again in its entirety, but kisses. Yes. Bye, 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 bye. Love you. Bye.